How's it going, all of our human beings? Welcome back to another episode of What's the Biz with Adam and Liz. I'm your host, Adam. I'm your other host, Liz. And if you enjoy a podcast where we're going to talk about, you know, the week and if it was successful or not, well, you're in the right spot because that's what we're going to give you for the next hour or so. Or so. Wow. Yeah, I know. Um. Oh, uh, three, two, one. Yeah. That was nice. Um, yeah, so uh, this week for me was uh, pretty tough. Yeah. Um, yeah, so one, I'm growing out my beard again. Hooray. Uh, the cause of it was because I had the probably the worst seasonal depression since we left Pennsylvania. Yeah. Like it was um, it was bad. It was pretty bad. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Um, I know I'm saying like a hype man, like, yo, it was so bad, guys. Oh, oh, subscribe. And but when you've dealt with it for so long in your life. That's just like. It's not like a taboo uh, type of subject. I probably should have seen it coming. Like, the more I'm thinking about it, the more I should have seen it coming when I had a panic attack <laughs> trying to load a chair in the parking lot of a thrift store. Yeah, probably. I, mean, I probably should have been like, son number one, you're having a panic attack. Over a $20 thrifted chair. Chair that's going to fit in the car. You see it's going to fit, but you're having a panic attack because you think it's not going to fit. Yeah. Um, so that probably should have been sign number one. Uh, sign number two is just that it was. it's a pretty bad winter here. It's, it's been a very Pennsylvania-like winter. Yeah. Oh, he's exploring. The only difference is that the snow is sticking, but... <laughs> We haven't had a lot of snow. Yeah. And the only reason it's stuck recently is because it the temperature dropped so much the last two weeks. Yeah. Um, But really, like, it's been like that painful air and mm. just wet and gross and slushy, like. And dark. Yeah. We can still see, like, grass under the snow coming yeah. out from under the snow. Which is so odd because normally the snow's like up to my hip by now. Yeah, and you like we we like cannot get get like through a week without shoveling snow. And it's just like this yeah. this winter, it's just oh my god. Yeah, like there's nothing, and it's so dark. There's nothing there. even worth shoveling. Oh, he's trying to get over to the bridge. Hey, well, little baby. Oh, oh boy, he's loved Mama the last two days. Yeah, I don't uh, know why. I'm the one that put him in the car a billion times yesterday. Yeah. Um, no, it's been a, it's a pretty been a bad seasonal depression. Yeah. Uh, this year, especially. Um, I'm okay now. And it's just like one of those things. I'm just like, I, I don't want to make a big deal of it because yeah. uh, it's just something I deal with, you know? Yeah. Um, it's a part of your life. Yeah. Um, I've felt like this since I was a kid. So yeah. it's just kind of like I've written the dragon for so long that I'm like, okay. Yeah. Um, and I tell people like this comparison to depression because like, I don't, I don't like saying that like, oh, it's my depression because, because uh, social media, both millennials and Gen Z have used the term anxiety and depression in a way to excuse themselves from being an asshole. And I'm yeah, saying that just not behaving in the way you should in society. Yeah, it's like, oh, it's my depression. I'm like, 
or you're just an asshole. Yeah. Like, how about that? Or you just don't know how to behave in public. Like, yeah. Oh, it's my anxiety. I'm like, no, you're just you're nervous, and that's fine. Yeah. Like, don't but say it's not anxiety. You're just nervous. This occasion is making you nervous. Yeah. Whereas somebody who does have a pretty severe depression, um. I don't like saying that I have depression because then it's just like, oh, well, you know, I'm bummed too. And it's just like, yeah, because social media makes you believe yeah. that's just awesome. Yeah. You know, that you can just like say like depression and get away with everything. Yeah. And it's just like, no, I'm and I tell it and I tell this to people all the time that that my depression is um, it's almost like getting a cold. And, you know, if somebody says, it's like, oh, well, like, why are you depressed today? And it's just like, well, why do you get a cold? Yeah. You know, in the, in the same way where it's just like you can do all the preventatives that you can do to stop yourself from getting a cold. Yeah. You know, you can exercise. You can drink enough water. You can get enough sleep. You can be a healthy person. And for the most part, you probably won't get a cold because, yeah. you know, you. Because you ha- you've created a good immune system. But there's just some times where. You get a cold, no matter mm-hmm. what you've done, it just happens and it's there and you just, mm-hmm. but then once you have the cold, you know, you know how to treat it. Yeah. You know what medicines to take. You know, you need to get your bed rest. Mm-hmm. You know, you need to drink more fluids so that, yeah. you know, it can pass. So you yeah. have it, but that doesn't mean that you're deteriorated. Yeah. That's the same way I describe my depression where it's just like. I'm doing everything I can to prevent it, but there's mm-hmm. just some times where it just, no matter what I do, it's gonna come up. Yeah. Um, and I know how to treat it once it's once it's there, mm-hmm. and that's why season depression has only hit me for a week or two, rather than like when I was a kid and it used to hit me for all of winter. Yeah. Um, and I was pretty bad, but you know now now again I I say like a cold where. Um, sometimes I will just wake up and the sky isn't the right shade of blue and I'm just over, you know, um, it just happens Mm -hmm. and that's fine. Um, it doesn't mean that like my whole life is over. It's just like, oh, I just have to face the day with this. Yeah. In the same way of like, you still have things to do and responsibilities when you have a cold. Yeah. You still got to do those things. Mm -hmm. Um, and that's the thing. It might be an American thing. Who knows? Um, Nikki's probably listening to this. Like, well, there are there's a lot of countries who handle mental health a lot easier and a lot better. Yeah, because they have developed a country and a society that takes care of that. Yeah, I'm also and accepts it. Whereas our country is the pick yourself up by your bootstraps and mm-hmm. be a man, get on with your day. Yeah, you know, and that's the thing. It's just like. I'm that type of person. Where I'm just like I'm. I'm good. You just got to give me a minute. You know. Yeah. Um, you might just be a little slower that day. But this week in particular, that was not. Yeah. Great. So I'm growing out my beard. <laughs> um, it just started that way, and I'm like, yeah, you know what? Just keep it. Um, it just started to, uh, get to my depression beard. But I'm like, you know what? I haven't grown out my beard in a while. Yeah. So I'm gonna grow it out. Uh, so there's that. Um. But yeah, so that was fine. But the good news is that there is a new Cast of Garden single Woo-hoo! coming out February 21st. Yeah. Um, the reason why, if you're wondering, like, oh, why is it taking so long? I, I'm pretty sure I mentioned it on the podcast before. 
Um, you you have to upload it in advance. If you want to get yeah. an editor- yeah. editorial Spotify playlist, you have to put it in advance. And there's somebody who said that. Excuse me, Burp King. Um, there's somebody who said that uh, the proper way to do it is to upload it 32 days in advance. Yeah. And then you uh, pitch it right mm-hmm. to give them a month. Yeah. To hear your song. So I'm doing that. I'm going to try it. Um, do I have faith that this particular one will get on Spotify Plus? Not particularly, no. Uh, 34th Street, I had a lot of faith, but I only gave them two weeks. Yeah. But this one... Okay, so this one that's coming out is called New Game Plus. It's not that it's a bad song. It's just that it's not the the best song I've ever written. Yeah, it's not your best song but it's not bad. It's not bad. It's it's still a There's good still a thing. chance that it could get on place because it is because it's very different from what Kester Garden does. Yes. It is more of a song that they might be able to find something for, mm-hmm. you know, so you never know. Yeah, so it was more of a song like okay, just get into the swing of things because mm-hmm. I just couldn't. There were two other there were three other Kester Garden singles that I tried out. Yeah. And I just scrapped. Yeah. And I was just like, I, this doesn't feel like Castle Garden. This isn't going to go anywhere. This doesn't feel like Castle Garden. Until I finally just sat down and said, no, I'm going to make something. And I did. There I made go. something. And then uh, yesterday, I took four hours to finish it. Mm-hmm. And I finished it. I made the artwork really quickly. If you see the artwork, I made that super quick. I was like, I like it. It's nice. I know it's nice. I was just like, okay, bing, bang, boom. There's the title. There's my name. Boop, bop. Yeah. <laughs> just kind of like uh, that kind of thing. Like, don't think about it. Just upload it and just see what happens. Um, but as I said before, the um, the Adam Evald single uh, called Genesis is going to come out February 6th. And then the Castle Garden New Game Plus will come out February 21st. Um, and then I'm not, I, I know what I'm going to do in February. It's just a matter of like, I hope I can. Yeah. Because if it's any similar to this month, holy hell, um, yeah. this sucked. Um, but yeah, I so far I'm, I'm up on my goals for this month. Yeah. But yeah, it's just, yeah, it's just, yeah. Yeah. It makes okay. So this week in particular, or this month in particular, it makes me think like, I really, I really scream in twenty-year-olds' face, like eighteen to twenty-two, just like stop with the whole college thing. It's like, well, I gotta get, gotta, I gotta get a job. Like you will get a job, but here's the thing: you have so little responsibilities. What is your passion? What is your dream? Yeah. Go do that thing. Yeah. You have so much time on your hands. They they don't even know yeah. how much time. And they're wasting it in college. Yeah. I wasted my time in college. And that's the thing. It's just like they have so much time on their hands to do stupid things yeah. and follow their dreams and make it something. Whereas now I'm in my 30s and I have a full-time job mm-hmm. and I have responsibilities. I'm just like... It's it's not impossible. It's just so much harder mm-hmm. to like make time to do the thing. Yeah, like in in Arnold's book, um, he's he breaks down like, oh, what is your twenty four mm-hmm. hours? And then he breaks down like, good, like after all that, you have an hour a day and make that hour count. But when you're like twenty two, you have yeah. like five hours. Yeah, every day, like you yeah. have 
five, six hours every day when you're so young. Yeah. And it's just like, why, why would you go to college if you yeah. don't know? Just go out there and be something, you know? Yeah. Uh, you're just, just wasting your time in college. And I say it to the coworkers. I'm like, I'm like, why are you going to college? Yeah, exactly. Like, to, you know, to get a degree. For what? To get a better job. What's the better job? Yeah. You're so vague. Yeah. Like, be vague a different time. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But I don't know. That's just what I'm thinking about. It's just like, if I didn't have a full-time job, my God, every one of those free hours, mm-hmm. I would just be making something. But I'm older now. And again, I'm not saying that it's impossible for me. I'm just saying that if you I could have other priorities. Yeah. I'm yeah. Also, I'm saying is that like if I could do it over again, I would not go to college. Yeah. At all. Um, if I were, it would be a prestigious like scoring, like yeah. like like to learn how to professionally score yeah. films. It would. Yeah. It would be a film school. Yeah, It would be a film school. Yeah. But yeah. But that's it. You know, that's my rant. What's your rant? Yeah. How's your day going? Pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we um I finally got points for my work. Yay. Cuz last year I Oh, that reminds me. Um just a little side note. Still haven't gotten paid from 34th Street. I'm sorry. That's it. I just haven't been paid if anybody's wondering. Haven't been paid for me. Go ahead. But bravo points. Um yeah. So, my company last year I won the most um setups in a year or for the year in my department and Mm. i got points but this year i got it my boss didn't even tell me i got the most i found out by doing math with my mother-in-law's numbers and then i got i like got nothing i'm like okay that's i mean that's fine i'm not saying like i need anything i did my job and i got you know the rewards throughout the year but at the same time i was like one, why didn't she even tell me? Like, I was just really confused. Yeah. And then this week, my boss did give me the points. Um. So, and those points can be used to buy, like, you can buy items, but there's anything I want. It's going to cost more than the amount of points I get. And I get rewarded points maybe twice a year. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's just not worth me saving them up. Mm. Um. So, with them, I normally get Marshall's gift cards because they cost the least so I can get more. Yes. So, I got, like, 60 bucks. To Marshalls. I got jeans. Yeah. I got a bench scraper. Yeah. Um, I got Tom's because they were on clearance for $13. Yeah. That was great. Are they like actual Tom's? Yeah, they're Tom they have the Tom's thing on the back. Oh wow. Yeah, I got real Tom's. Yeah. Um, and I got hair clips because I've been putting my hair up in like claw clips. Yeah. Um <laughs> so I did like a claw thing and Adam mocked me. Um, I got claw clips. You're my lobster. <laughs> um, so I got a few of those because I've been putting my hair up in clips, but the only ones I had were like really big ones and my hair's shorter, so I can't really use them. Mm. Um, so yeah, so I got all that and Adam got a shirt too. I did get a shirt. Very yeah. nice shirt. Yes. And some jeans. You got jeans too. I did get some jeans. Actually, we got everything for the cause of his jeans. Yes. <laughs> so. Um, yeah, no, it was just a nice, uh, uh, shirt that was made of, uh, recycled plastics and, um, it's what's that? It was recycled fabrics. Well, it said like fabrics and plastics. Oh, I just saw the fabrics part. Mm-hmm. And um, it's in Japanese. Uh, it's written out as flowers. Yeah. Fura wazu, fura fura wazu. Nice. It means flowers in Japanese. Very nice. Yeah. Um, 
By the way, so I was watching the Xbox Direct, yeah. the developer Direct, and then um, Square Enix came on and they had a um, Japanese person on uh, speaking mm-hmm. Japanese. And I'm like thinking like, oh, this is my time. I'm going to recognize at least a sentence because I've been I've been doing Japanese for over 400 days. Not a single thing. There was a um, <laughs> commercial for something. I don't remember what it was for because I was it was in Spanish, and, but they had Spanish words on the screen. Yeah. The only word I understood in most of that was tienda, which is yeah. store. I er- and it was just saying that the product is in this store. I'm like, cool. Yeah, no, I um I recognize a couple words, but in terms of a sentence, I'm like, huh? Yeah, I I was always that way. Even when I took Spanish in like middle school and high school. I can read it. I can write it. Mm -hmm. I will have a very hard time understanding what you're saying in Spanish. Exactly. And it will take me a bit to get a sentence out. Yeah. (laughs) It takes me a bit to get a sentence out in English. Yeah. No, I'm just like, I'm, I'm, I'm learning. I'm learning the best I can. I can, I can recognize letters now. So that's cool. Yeah. Um, I can say, it's, Disney? No. <laughs> uh, it means uh, it's very small, isn't it? Like Floki. Yeah. Um, oh, there he goes. He's in his chair. Ooh, ooh, oh, ooh. there we go. Don't tell me what you say. Uh, very small. Yes, he is very small. Yeah. Um, I can say like a couple sentences here and there. Yeah. With Japanese. Um. But I'm getting through the first unit, and then the second unit apparently is like, here's some common phrases yeah. that you would say. I'm taking a note out of your book. I'm going back to my first unit yes. and redoing them to get the gold. The gold points, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, then- Because uh, hey. I feel like that also that also helps you like- Hey, stop eating your earwax. Stop it. So weird. Stop. <laughs> He's like, mind your business, Dad. He's just like itching his ear like, mm, you tasty earwax. Yum, 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 yum. Stop it. He's sniffing it. No, he was lucky. I know he looked it, but he sniffs it first. He's like, hmm. Huh. hmm. Yeah, we're talking about you. Yeah, stupid little wax eater. Um, but yeah. Hey, if that's the only weird thing he eats, I'm fine with that. That's true. He doesn't eat his own poop. He doesn't eat his own poop. He doesn't eat rocks. He doesn't eat grass. He doesn't eat mud. He just eats his he own earwax. He just eats earwax. And you know what? That's fine. Yeah, he just itches ear like, oh. Um... But yeah, no. So like, it was um, it was a tough week for me, but Liz was there for me all yeah, throughout the and week. And I made you your favorite cookies. You did, uh, Liz. So again, going back to it, uh, I had the Oreo black and white cookies. Yes. And I did, I did take off the top cookie, and I ate and it, it just a little. It helped a little. I was just like, okay, I can see it from here, uh, <laughs> but I'm still just like. Yeah, I mean, good on Oreo for trying, but it just it yeah wasn't it, fam. Uh, but then you made black and white cookies. Yes, the only difference was that I could not find dark cocoa powder at Target or the natural grocery store, and our regular grocery store is just too far for me to be doing that. Yeah, um, it's not like it's far, far away, but farther than I want to go for just cocoa powder. Mm-hmm. So. I just used Ghirardelli regular cocoa powder and I put black food coloring in it. Yeah. So. No, it was. Um, oh, and I added some chocolate extract too. Oh, yeah. No, it's uh, it was very good. Like your Yay. black and white cookies were actually 
for for your first try because that's your first time making it. Yeah, I've never made them. I never even ate them before. Like I couldn't even. I had to ask Adam if they were good because I had never had one before. It still shocks me that you never had a black I and white cookie. I just never did. I don't even think the deli near my house sold them. I had to have because like how do, how have I had so many black and white cookies and you haven't? Your family is whiter than mine. No, my family leaned more on the I Italian. Food. I would bet my entire bank account. And my family wouldn't even know what a black and white cookie. But besides my mom, I know really? my mom. Would. I can guarantee that. Um, they actually, I shouldn't say that. They probably know of it. Because I always saw it as such like an old school like treat. But it's a very New York thing. Yeah, true. Like that's the thing. A black and white cookie is very New York. It just kind of migrated into Philly, um, yeah, and Jersey. I, just, I I remember seeing it when I was little, and it just. I think honestly, here here's what I think it is. Yes. I was created into such a chocoholic when I was little. That you just didn't even... There was no desire for me to eat a cookie that was 75% vanilla. 75%? It's half and half. What are you talking about? Okay, the icings, yes, are half and half, but the cookie is vanilla. Yeah, but... Oh, my God. But that's what I'm saying from my eyes as a child. Yes. I would only... I would have only eaten half of that cookie. But, like, here's the thing is that you keep telling me stories about your life, and all I keep thinking is, like, you were so deprived of culture that it I scares know. me. That, like, there's so many times where you're just like, that's weird. I'm like, no, Liz, this is what normal people have But, like, seen. I know me as a child, I would have only eaten half of that cookie. Yeah, but some people do. Some, like, legitimately. Okay, but have you met my mom? There was no, we were not allowed to waste half a cookie just because I didn't want it. Yeah, but that that's just the thing is that, like, you would give it to somebody. But, like, there are legitimately people out there yes, that I only know. eat half. I'm just saying that you have been so deprived. My mom wouldn't have bought that for me knowing I would only eat half. Yeah. But that, that's my problem, though, is that, like, you say these things, and I'm just like, no, you are completely deprived of culture. There's, like, things I ask you, <laughs> and it's just, like, it takes you, like, mm, no, I haven't heard this, or mm, no, I never had, no, I've never seen that. I'm like, how? How? How did we grow up a mile from each other? <laughs> and that's the thing. It's not even, like, we grew up in a different time zone. It's just, like, like when people out here, like, oh, We so didn't even grow up in different cities. We grew up one mile from each other yeah there's things there's things out here in the midwest they're like oh you remember that badger from the commercial I'm like what badger mm-hmm. and it's like the midwest things i'm like i don't know but like no you grew up across the boulevard from me <laughs> and it's just like how it's amazing to me and your parents aren't even like from the Midwest. no they're from philly yeah like that's the thing just like they're from a pretty popular area in philly and yeah they've deprived you of all kinds of culture. My mom was, how would I call her strict? Like she was concerned. I'll ask my sisters if they had ever had a black and white cookie growing you up. You should actually, because if they haven't, I'll be shocked. But like, I'm trying to say that like my dad was kind of loose. My mom was more strict. I think, and my mom will confirm My mom this. was very strict. Well, like my mom was going to confirm this. I think my mom was so strict to counterbalance. Oh the yeah. Looseness. You needed some sort of, structure yeah like now that i'm in my 30s and i know my mom now i know her i know what it's like to be a parent um (laughs) um but like i i now that i'm older i see it more just like she wasn't strict for strict sake yeah strict for strict sake um she was more strict because my dad was so loose yeah like when I came home with the scar that's on my leg currently to this day, that it's a massive yeah. scar. Um, 
it's because my I, I got that piece of glass that was from the ground. I landed on it and it went directly in my leg and there's like huge Ugh. scar on my yeah. leg to this day. Um and um I came home because it, it was like infected. Yeah. Because my dad uh just said like a bandage and neosporin. And then I was like, shouldn't I go to the hospital for this? And they're like, What are you, a pussy? Yeah. And they put neosporin on it and then like sent me home. That was the beginning of the weekend. And then by the time my mom picked me up from the weekend, yeah. it was infected. Yeah. So like that's what I'm trying to say is like my mom had to counterbalance my dad's yeah. loosey goosey attitude. <laughs> um that when I say like it, it's hard for me to say that like my mom was strict because it's not that she was strict. Because I there was definitely times, and I've said this on the podcast before. There are definitely times that you say that you've done stuff, like, even with your mom. And I was like, my mom would literally never do that. No, like, my mom was, she was fun growing up. Like, there was definitely times where, like, I faked sick uh, to stay home to play a certain game. And I knew, like, even as a kid, I knew that she knew yeah. that I was lying. Like, yeah. I knew she wasn't buying my bullshit. Yeah. Like, I, but she let you believe it. Yeah, she's just like, we looked at each other, she's like... Fine, stay homesick. I'm like, yes, I win. But, but I think that's the thing. Like, your mom wasn't strict, but you definitely knew who was in charge. Yeah. Um, it wasn't necessarily Gilmore Girls because both me and my mom are type A personalities. Yeah. So it wasn't like, like, oh, let's let's share and let's be, be friends. No, we're both type A personalities. Um, it's not that we butted heads. It's more like we're both type A. And she picked her battles. I think you staying home, that was her picking a battle. Yeah. Um, no, I, I don't think my mom was strict, but she knew like where to set the limits. Yeah. My parents just made up random rules. They yeah. they made them up as they went. Like like I said, I've told you this story where we thought we were not allowed to watch SpongeBob. Yeah. Because normally, on a normal occasion, when my mom said we weren't allowed to watch a specific show. We were not allowed to watch Room 204. Mm -hmm. I don't remember what that show was about. I remember I turned it on. It came on after one show once, and I didn't turn it off, and I thought my little sister was going to go tell on me and end up telling on myself because I, like, ran out onto the deck my mom. I was like, no, 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 no. Like, I, yeah. like, basically told on myself because I thought my little sister was out there telling on me. Um, because And the reason was because that show was stupid. Yeah. That was my mom's reasoning. For most of the shows, we weren't allowed, we weren't allowed to watch Ed, Ned, Ed, Ed, and Eddie because yes. it was stupid. Like, that was her reason for all the shows that we were not allowed to watch. Yeah. So when SpongeBob was announced, we we're like, oh, that looks so funny. We were like, we wanted to watch it. My mom was like, that show looks stupid. Yeah. <laughs> we just thought that meant we weren't allowed to watch it. I don't think there was. I mean, my mom didn't want me to watch South Park, but like when she found out I was, she's just like saying, like, first of all, she's like, your dad's stupid. Um, uh, I don't think there was a show. I remember specifically, uh, she threw out a Blink-182 CD out the window. I wasn't done my story. Oh, I, you sounded done. I wasn't because I didn't get to the part where she actually said, we can watch Spongebob. Oh, well, that was yeah. the point. Yeah. <laughs> but no, it was because she said it was stupid. We're, and then it came on later. We're like, oh, we wish we could watch it. She's like, why can't you? Yeah. We're like, because you said it was stupid. She's like, that means... And she's like, I think it's... She's like, I'm not going to watch it. Yeah. So... Okay, now I'm done. Well, that's what I mean. I was just like, I don't think there was ever a time where my mom yeah. said it. Like, she, my mom gave her reasons. Yeah. And said from there. But, like, anytime I watched something I wasn't supposed to do, she blamed my dad more than I, and as she should, by the way. Yeah. She, I'm not saying, like, oh, my, my mom blamed my dad. No, my dad let me watch Jurassic Park 
while I was potty training. So yeah. when I saw the toilet scene and like the T-Rex just like ripping the toilet up and I was four, yeah. three or four and I was still potty training. And my mom's like, are you, are you insane? Like you knew yeah. that scene was coming up and you let him to this day, Jurassic Park is still one of my favorite movies of all time. But yeah. my mom's like, are you, are you out of your fucking mind? Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, like, I don't think my mom was strict. It was just more like she gave her reasons. Yeah. Uh, whereas your mom was strict for no reason. Yeah. And I was just like, and like I said, she just kind of, my parents made up rules as they went. Yeah. Like they just picked and chose what was allowed and what mm. wasn't. I remember, oh, what was the, what was I about to say? I forgot. But it's just like amazing yeah. how how little culture you like when we first started dating and <laughs> I found out you never heard of Woodstock. Yeah. Like not even knew what it was. You just never never heard of never it. heard of it. Nope. I'm like, how have you how have you just like I'm not saying like you knew exactly what bands were just like the name dissipated from your head. Didn't know what that term what that word meant. I was like are you insane? Like, how do you not know what Woodstock was? Like, just music festival. No, like, not even that. I was like, how? And you're like, blame my parents. Like, no, I'm blaming you because I didn't no, know. I, yeah, at 15, I was like, and you wouldn't accept blaming my parents as an answer at that time either. Because, like, I don't know. My, I think my parents just gave me freedom to learn mm-hmm. on my own. But, like, your parents just kind of, like, kept you confided. Because there were the times where I was in your house and it would be like, Oh, that's weird. I'm like, why is it weird? Because my family doesn't do that. I'm like, you know, there's other families except like besides yours, right? Like you understand that there's families but outside. But here's the thing: when we had friends who did things different than us, my mom made it very made us very aware when she didn't yeah. like our friends. Yeah, I know. Like I had a friend that I mean, given looking back, she probably did make a lot of trouble. She was a very rough kid. Yeah. But my mom made it very obvious to me that she did not like her. Yeah. Like when I lost, I had like, like a police set or something. And I had, yeah. I had toy handcuffs yeah. that I'd gotten for my birthday and they went missing after, like after the party. Yeah. And my mom made it very obvious that she thought my friend had stolen them. Well, it's pretty obvious to even your adulthood where she didn't like one of my groomsmen. Oh my God. Yeah. Because he... Wore Didn't... a hat inside. No. Oh, well, yeah. Because not told her off, but when we were moving in for the first time and your mom is just loading the car with your stuff, all my friend John says, like, hey, we should probably make room for Adam's stuff, too. Yeah. That's all he said. And it was just he was just on her yeah. blacklist. And then he wore a hat during the wedding. Yeah. And that just sent her the, over the edge. Where he asked Even us though I'm, both. Yeah. We both are. You know, it's our wedding. Yeah. Um, and we were like, yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Wear a hat. I don't you care. You look nice. Like, yeah. it's not like we had strict rules. All the bridesmaids wore different dresses. All the groomsmen bought whatever shirt they could find. Yeah. My one groomsman almost came in with a short sleeve shirt. I'm like, <sighs> no, you may not do that. Yeah. Don't come in with a short sleeve shirt. Don't do that. We each should have had one less member. Uh, yes. I'm, I was saying that from the beginning. Well, she was my friend. They were all your friends. Exactly. She was very close. I was very close to her in college. No. No, I'm saying like you had like so many and I had to I match know. it. We had eight each? Something like that? Seven or eight? So I had 
Lane and my two sisters. Yes. Your cousin. Yes. My two friends from college. That's six each. And then I had, like, a, I had a junior bridesmaid. But, when but she wasn't paired with anyone. When you said that to me, I was like, oh, now I got to reach. Because I was just thinking like me, Kev, Zach. That's it. That was it. Like me. I had important people in my life. No, you were just a peacemaker. Like, I don't want to hurt their feelings. They have to be here. And that's what I mean. When you're young. Well, and that's you... why I put your cousin in. Because I was like, oh, I'd be nice to have someone yeah. from your side in my party. And I'm just like, okay. Like, no. <laughs> I was just like, I I don't know. I was just like so scared. <laughs> I was just like, how do I find people at this point? Because I didn't. I don't know. I was just like, I don't really care. But like the older you get, the more you realize that like, oh, I don't really need that many yeah. people as my friend. In fact, at my job, and I make it so clear and they think I'm so rude. And guess what? Here's the secret. I don't care when I say this, but they're just like, oh, Adam, what are you doing? I'm like, I say it to the face like we're coworkers. We're not friends. We're <laughs> straight up like, oh, uh, and they're like, oh, you're I'm like, no, I'm dead serious. Yeah, we are coworkers. We are not friends. Yeah, and then they're like, "What about?" Uh, and my my coworker Ethan. It's like, "What about Ethan? You're so cool." Like, yeah, Ethan's my brother. Yeah, I call like, him my friend. Okay, to have friends at work, but yeah. not with everybody. I'm like, no, we are we are coworkers. We're yeah. not friends. Ethan is my brother. Yeah, like that's I can call him that. Yeah, just because we work together. Doesn't mean we're friends. Yeah. I want to make that so clear. Yeah. And I say that, and I, oh, guess what? I'm not that popular at work. Oh, yeah. no. And I'm just like, that's okay. Because I want to clock out and go home. Yeah. Even at my job where, like, we're not even in person and stuff, I I chime in sometimes when I get excited about something. Yeah. But other than that, even there are times where I am about to write something, I'm like, nah, never mind. It's just not worth it. Because I'm just like. Like, yeah. No. Yeah. yeah my friends. Like that's the thing. It's like you're, you, none of you are my friends. There's a there's a select few who I will call my friends, and yeah. I will say it to them like you're my friend. Uh, most of them are my line cook friends because if you're ever if you've ever been a line cook, you'll know, or just any like like physical labor job. Like yeah. the, the people around you that have do their jobs, they're your buddies. Because guess what? <laughs> like without them, yeah, your your job sucks, yeah. dude. So you, you call them your friends um, and some of them your brothers, but most of yeah. the time it's front of the house. I'm like, no, yeah. we're coworkers. Yeah. Um, back to you. Um, Being from a cult. Basically. Yeah. No, there's just like some things. And I can't remember specifically anything else where I'm just like, oh, have you not watched? Oh, man, I still haven't shown you Saving Private Ryan. That's my no. bad. It's been years. I know. We have it. We have it. Uh, I've been waiting to get the 4K of it. And we yeah. have the 4K now. I can check. I'm pretty sure we have the 4K now. And now uh, now I got to show it to you. Yeah. Because I'm like. Yeah, I'm pretty sure we did replace it. Let me check yeah. though. And it's just one of those things. I'm like, that that one's my bad. Because when we first got together and you're like, I've never seen. Yeah, we do have 4K. Good. Save a prior Ryan. But yeah, when you're like, oh, I've never seen it. I'm like, oh, I got to show you. But I want to. be For your first time seeing it, you have to see it in like the best picture possible. Yeah. And I've been waiting for the 4K, and we have it, and I still haven't shown you. So that's my bad. Maybe date night. Maybe date night, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it's just there was just some shows, and like again with the black and white cookie, I'm like, how? I hadn't even watched Friends until we dated. 
I know. Because, again, that just, if my mom didn't watch it. Yeah. I never watched it. Yeah. And it, other outside of kid shows. Yeah. I was like, well, like, we watch kid shows that my mom clearly didn't watch. But like as far as adult shows like Friends or Seinfeld or yeah, things I give like you, that. I give you a pass on Seinfeld. Yeah. Because like that that's a very niche show. And yeah. even Avatar The Last Airbender. Definitely give you a pass on that. And one. when that came out, we were really we were young and yeah. I was still like, that's a boy show. Yeah, there, there's definitely some shows and and like culture things. I'm like, definitely, yeah. definitely, you could pass. But um, like, it was those types of shows. Like, I if my mom didn't watch that adult show, mm-hmm. I did not watch that show. Like, I watched Roseanne. I mm-hmm. watched Everybody Loves Raymond. I watched Home Improvement. I watched all the HGTV shows. Yes, but I had never seen Friends, Seinfeld. I didn't had never even heard of Cheers. I I still haven't watched Cheers. I'll be honest with you. Well, I only, but I had never even heard of it. Yeah, that's the thing. But like, my mom watched Wings in the morning. I knew that. I I've watched Wings, and I'm just like, I always call it like the last ten minutes of it. I don't know why people love that show so much. Um, I don't know. I watched ER. I watched House. Yeah, like I watched a lot of shows, but it just it wasn't like those type. It wasn't your type of shows. Yeah, no. There's definitely like things like video games in general like you weren't a gamer no but we had a lot of them you had a lot like you had the family games you had yeah the we had family games we we were a nintendo household yeah that's the thing uh, but like nintendo in the way of like family nintendo like you never played mario 64 no the, you never even knew it existed no like that's what i mean it's like that that i give you and even on. i didn't even really like video games back then either like my sister sat and played super monkey ball for hours and i hated that game with a passion and mm. i can't tell you why yeah i was probably just because my sisters loved it so much probably then no that's what i mean like games it's just like a pass like i i, yeah. I give you so yeah. many passes on that because i'm just like eh, it wasn't your thing and like, i grew up in a book household my family were readers well that don't get me started on that um i wasn't that much of a avid book reader and i can run circles with how many books i've read like yeah, I'm just like I know, but they were like my mom always was always had a book. Yeah, like she used to her her mom and her sisters mm. used to just it was a circulation of constant books with them. Yeah, but that's what I mean though. Like um, that that's what I mean. There's there's certain things where I'm just like okay, if you come from a book family, you you never heard of a video game, and the same for me. It's just like if you come and they're novels. Like your family like novels. Yes. Um. But that's what I mean. I was like, if you came up to me like, have you have you never read this? There's certain passes in terms of like what kind of household you were in. Yeah. But then there's like cultural things where I'm just like, how have you not? Yeah. Like in terms of just like it's amazing how little. Yeah, culture. there is a lot. I can't remember. I can't remember them. I know there were like important yeah, ones. Yeah, I know. And I'm just like, how? Like, like again, it amazes me the black and white cookie because we grew up in the tri-state area yeah. where they were there um it amazed me i could i wouldn't say amazed me that you've never seen same with private ryan because it is um you do have to chew through that movie yeah um in the same way if somebody says i've never seen schindler's list i'm like uh, probably okay that you I've haven't never seen schindler's list it's a it's a it's a doozy of a yeah. movie it is brutal um but yeah no like um there's like certain things like that where i'm like okay but yeah, I, I'm trying to remember like the important things because every time, 
every time we bring it up, you know, like I've never seen it. I'm like how? Um, I'm trying to think of an example, but like I know I can't think of anything. Um, uh, what? There was like there's like certain songs, like popular songs yeah. that you've never even heard. I of. I'm amazed when you're still surprised that I had never heard a like hip hop or rap song that came out in the early 2000s. I'm like. That yeah. music wasn't even allowed in my house. Like, but you you've heard of like Nine Nine Problems with a but a bitch ain't one. You've heard that song. I don't think so. But you heard of it. You, no, I've only heard Ariana Grande Ninety Nine Problems. <laughs> okay, so, stuff like this. But why does that surprise you when you know that? No, no, it does because like you grew up in public school and just like. There's people around you. It's like your bubble existed. Okay, always. you have to. Here's the the other part. This is another part of the thing that outside of my family, yeah, was the learning disability. School. I literally did not have space in my head to even focus on what other kids were listening to. Yeah, because I hated school so much. Yeah, and I struggled so much that like, Meanwhile, I, I did I not focus on off. that. Yeah. And on top of it, so I had a learning disability. I had a speech impediment. Yeah. Like, I had a lot of problems in school. You had 99 problems. I did. Um, yeah. Like, I had so much more going on Yeah. during school hours. Like, I had friends and I had fun. But, like, I yeah, I wasn't even, I couldn't even tell you what other kids in my school were doing. Oh, man. Like, that. that's the thing. Just, like, you. Because I had friends like me. Have you listened to a single Eminem song? Like one, just like a lyric. Yeah, I know like two or three of his songs. Okay. I was about to say, because he's seen, um, oh, what's the movie? Uh, Eight, Eight Mile. Mile? No, I have not. But you know of it. Yes, I know of it. I tried watching it once. I only got through half of it for some reason. It's, um. I think Mile. I just wasn't like in the mood for it, but I've been, I've always been interested in watching it. No, it's a good movie. It's just one of those things that, yeah, you have to be in the right headspace. Yeah. Uh, to watch Eight Mile. But. No, like if you if you ever heard like like arms of heavy mom spaghetti, you know you've heard that one. No. Oh my god, dude! <laughs> uh, I'm cleaning out the closet. I'm sorry, mama. Never meant to hurt you. I don't think. Ah, Men- <gasps> oh, what songs do you know of Eminem? I know Slim Shady. Okay, fine. I'll t- I'll give you that. I one. remember. I don't remember the words or anything about, it, but I remember the one that he wrote about his daughter when we were younger, when we were in like middle school or high school. But it's just the millennial culture, like your culture. That just like it shocks me to my core. There's some important things. I like, never really even used John unironically. Goodness. Um, like when Jess, my older sister, said it the first time, I was like, what is your problem? Yeah, no. Like, like it just was never a part. Because, like, my. Well, that's the thing. That's what surprised me. That, like, I was friends with your sister, and I yeah. know your sister knew yeah. these things. And then it surprised me that within your, like, within your own bloodline, yeah. she well, knew that. And on top of it, because of my mom's strictness, yeah. I followed the rules. As a middle child. Yes. So, like, and so my mom, is another example of her strictness, was we went to Philly Public School. Yeah. A lot of our friends said, duh, instead of the, and pronounced yeah. things so crazily wrong. Yeah. I was not allowed. Yeah. There was no way a, a child of my mother's was going to pronounce words that way. Yeah. I got stuck saying, duh, instead of the, and my mom... Like, I don't remember what the threat was. I think it was just to ground me or something. Like, she would give me, like, the worst look. 
when I accidentally said duh yeah. instead of the. Like, I was not allowed to make that mistake. Um, yeah. So John was just <laughs> not ever part of my language. But that's ever. what I mean, though. Like, now, knowing your sister, though, like, as friends with her, she I will say this. She did try a little hard. She did. And that's, and again, that's her side of, I, I, I will never know what happened with my sister in high no. school. Um, but she has, me and my sisters all have our own separate trauma mm. from growing up and whatever my older sisters was, yeah, it was what you saw in high school. It was her mm. trying very hard. I think to fit in, you know, I, yeah, to not even fit in. I don't want to, like, I don't want to put her in a bubble. I don't want to try and psychoanalyze her, but I think it was her trying to feel loved and feel accepted yeah, and everything like that, because my family was not a very accepting family. That's what I mean though. Like I, from the outsider. Yeah. It was her, really weird to see one sister know everything about culture and one sister just so trapped inside a bubble. Yeah. And I'm just like, how, how have you not heard this? How have you not had that? How have you not seen that? Have you not heard? My of... older sister was the rebel. I was not. Oh, a rebel in a very, very rebel in when you look at my family. Yeah, rebel. And I'm like, when I say she's, she, she tri- tested my parents' limits. Yeah, she definitely. It definitely felt like it wasn't like a robotic kind of trying hard. It was just more of like you could tell that she's just picking up signals. She she tried to do everything. Yeah. And that's the thing. She tried to fit in with every single Which, club that she was in. Um, made my life in high school very difficult because yeah. she did do everything and I wanted no part of it. Yeah, no, she, I got under her skin because yes. I got like every leadership role without even trying. And she tried oh, so hard. Oh, you got hard. under both of our skins the same way. Yeah, because I'm like. By not trying. And that's what pissed off teachers the most of all. And what pissed off my mom and everybody that anyone who's ever interacted with you. They're just like, you know, you could be greatness if you just tried and like, look at you, you're doing all this and you're not even like lifting a finger. And yet you don't, I'm like, yeah. So like, I'm getting all these things. I'm not trying. So why should I try even harder? Cause I'm satisfied with these things. Like, no, but you could, I'm like, Eh, I got you do the same thing at work though like you get management roles by just doing nothing like you just go to work and do your job and be you and they're just like you should be a manager still have extra money like what yeah no like I don't even to this day like I don't even try that hard and just like here do you want to be a manager you see, if you came to my company, you probably would just surpass my numbers without even trying. Without even trying, and I have to focus on my numbers so much, and I'm still in third place. Yeah, that's why I'm like, if I got into your job, oh, I would bring you to the dark side so much. No, you see, but that that I don't like when you say that because I work, I I do my job well, and yeah. that's what keeps me one. Yeah feeling safe yeah and because my company decides they're just gonna fire people Mm willy-nilly like i know they wouldn't do that to me but like that makes me feel safe it gives me job security that i do my job do they do it willy-nilly though or are these people deserving that they get i don't know because the the two people that i know of yes but the other two i know nothing about them they did it on like it wasn't willy-nilly like that's the thing like from what you've told me about that, com- I've worked for a lot of people. Yes. What about the person they like basically forced into retirement, though? Be- because like, how old were they? 
I don't know. I don't know their life. Exactly. They were probably old as hell. And they're just like, listen. They outsourced their job by, to do it, though. Yeah. And then guess what? Our lives got a lot suckier when they did that. Like, they're like, yeah. you won't have to do that. It's like, Psh, I am constantly doing the but that's part the thing. that they it's just were like, doing. Welcome. And that's what I mean when I'm bringing you to the dark side in terms of just like, chill, relax. And this is coming from a guy who had a panic attack putting his car into his But when I win, I get car. to leave an hour early. Yeah, that's what I mean, though. Like, you guys relax a little bit because, like, that's the thing. Nobody's safe. No. I'm not safe in my job. I got laid off from a restaurant. I know. I got laid off from a restaurant. And that's the thing. It's like nobody's safe. If anything, 2020 taught us nobody's safe yeah. under any circumstance. So why are we stressing so hard about our jobs? There's some people who, like, put their whole identity yeah. on their work. Yeah. And it's just like, why? No, I think the reason I tried so hard is because I tried for years to get a work from home job and yeah. could not get anyone to give me any attention. But now you have the resume. And now I ha- but now I have that job and I don't want to lose it because even when I was looking for another job, I still could not find yeah. a work from home job. But that's what I mean though. It's like there we'll find you another one, but that's the thing. It's just like I didn't think I would get another management role. After I got laid off, and it's like, yeah. what, what restaurant do I go to now? It's just like one of those things. Like, you'll get it, and that's the thing. It's just like relax because I'm saying relax in the way of just like, no matter what kind of job you do, guess what? Management and upper management, they hate you. They don't think you exist. They hate your guts. Oh, and I know that. I don't try that level of hard. In fact, when I worked at the bank, I was told, "Stop picking up your I, mic. You're going to break it." Nope. I was told by the CEO of that bank that I worked at at a management meeting. They said, you know what's the highest cost for a bank? And someone said, wages. He's like, yeah, wages. It's, it's our hard. I don't I'm know like, why they would tell you that. Because, well, like, that's the thing. Everybody in that audience knew because they're finance people. And that's the thing. Like, I I sat there and he's like saying, like, oh, yeah, your wages. I'm like, oh, poor baby, that you have to open so many branches so that you can get more money and you have to pay the people who make you money. I don't know. You have to pay us. Oh, and your life is so horrible. What's that? And I'm, and I'm, by the way, this next bit, not making up. Oh, what's that? Oh, you have to go to on your on your one month vacation to your Florida house. Now you're vacation. Oh, that's nice. Oh yeah, I have a house in Florida. Oh, please tell me more that you're. Oh, woe is you that you have to pay your workers. Oh, and I'm just like, fuck corporate. Yeah, fuck anybody that's in upper management because they don't give a fuck oh, about yeah. any of us. Which is why I'm saying like chill because no matter what you do i'm not doing it for them i know because i want to be number one but that's what i mean though it's just like there's so many times where like no matter how much of like number one you want to be it doesn't matter in the end like at the same time just like chill relax like be number one but like are you being number one because you just want to be better than everybody else or be number one because like oh then management will suddenly value me Oh, no, I know they don't value me. I do it because I want to be number one and I want the rewards. I don't want anyone else to have the rewards. But that's what I mean, though. I want to leave early. Yeah. But, like, deeper into yourself, it's just like, I don't know. I don't like people playing their rat race just so they can play like a puppet. Like, see, we give these incentives so that 
you can be on the top and you can be on the top of the crab butt bucket. And it's just like, who, I don't know who fucking cares in the yeah. end. Like, that's the thing. It's just like, I can, if I, and here's the other thing going back to like, Oh, if Adam just tried, if I tried, if I tried, I could be the owner of a restaurant. I could. Oh yeah. If I actually tried any, any chef that's in that restaurant right now, I would school so hard. Like yeah. I, I know that I'm bet in my heart of hearts, everybody that's working there, I know I'm so much better than them. Deep down inside, if you mm-hmm. were to ask me, gun to my head, is there anyone in here that's better than you? I would be like, fuck no. Cause I'm better than them. Yeah. But that's the thing. I don't try because I yeah. want to go home. Here's the thing though. What's the saddest part is that I really don't try. The only reason you see me in like quote unquote trying or getting angry is because they're not even giving me a chance with some of the claims I get. Yeah. Cause I hate you. Cause I'm just like, uh, like you're working against me. Yeah. You're working against all of us. And that's a, that's what's frustrating to me. But I honestly, like my coworkers ask me like, how did you do so much? How do you do all that? I'm like, I don't know. Like, yeah. I, and I've told them all that. I'm like, I literally, I'm like, I cannot tell you. I don't know. I mm-hmm. don't try that hard. Yeah. I told, I was training three people for like a day the, the other week. And I, and someone was like, oh, how'd you get 40 setups? I'm like, yeah. I'm like, well, that day was different. I'm like, I had really easy claims that day. I'm like, but normally I'm like, I, I'm like, I don't know. I'm like, I don't try that hard. And I'm, I mean. like, like, I'm like, I don't. But like as an outsider, like I see you, you get yeah. so worked up and I'm just that's like, because I'm talking to insurance companies all day. But that's what I mean. You get so worked up and just trying to get these claims done. And I'm just like, why? Like everybody gets so worked. I mean, you're our mutual friend. Like yeah. he quit because he yeah. got so worked up. Yeah. And I'm just like, man, if I just had your job. Yeah. Oh my no. God. For me, it's, it's, I, because, and this I know is my anxiety. It's my, me personally. I don't ever want to get behind because I have so many people. No, because there's so many people in my department that they're just like their follow-ups are late or this or that. Mm -hmm. They get behind. And I just, I don't want to be behind. And not because my boss, because one time they gave me more because I didn't have enough to follow up on. They're like, you didn't have many today. So here, take some of these. Yeah. Like what? So I know like, it's not for them. It's me personally. I know. Like I can't, be behind i know <laughs> it's as if i've known you for 15 years but that's what i mean like i it's it's all for me whether it's for my anxiety or something it's not for them it's for me i get worked up because but and you see it too that once i'm caught up and i'm surpassed what i'm done i'm like okay i don't care anymore but that's what i mean though it's like you get so worked up to be number one it's not good for you i know it's not and that's, that's what i'm trying to therapy. but that's what i'm trying to tell you like day to day it's just like you get so worked up for no reason i've gotten better you gotten better, but still like there. Yeah. You know what I mean? I've been trying to tell you this for 15 years. Even in school, I'm just like, chill. But you're saying it as a person who we've established doesn't need to try to do well. I've always had to try very hard to do well. because. Yeah. But no, even then, it's like, what was my GPA? Do you remember my GPA yes, in I high school? Yes, I remember GPA. It was two. It was a two. Mine was a 3.8. And I didn't try. Like, that's the thing. If I tried, I could have gotten a 3.0. But I didn't try, and I got low grades. In fact, I flunked out in my freshman year. All through college, I was under academic probation. You know why people say to me, it's just like, oh, you don't try and you get all this stuff. No, you think it's all – I'm going to reveal this to everybody. 
it's all an illusion. <laughs> like, I don't try, and you're like, wow, you get good grades. No, I get a passing grade, yes. and I still go on with my life. I was under academic probation all through college in my five years of college. You tried hard, and you got on I, three and a half. But that's I my point. I also passed on Ds. No, but you got on three and a half years. Yes. You got out in three on and a half Ds. years. You got Liz. I know. Tell repeat that yes i know i got out in three and a half years because you tried yes right yes i didn't try and i got in five years and my gpa was 2.2 under academic probation and i've changed my majors four times yeah i didn't try and i still got your same results a college degree and debts yeah what i'm saying here is that like people try so hard and they look at me and just like, oh, well, he doesn't try and he gets so – it's an illusion. <laughs> in fact, in a restaurant management, here's my advice to anybody. Like, how do I become a manager in a restaurant? Here's my advice. Show up. Yeah, right? It's literally clock in. Here's a map to your job. Here's yeah. a map. Follow the map. Clock in. Do the job until you need to clock out. Oh, my God, your manager. Yeah. When I say it's – Excuse me. <laughs> All an illusion. When I say that, remember my time at the bank? Could I have been manager at that bank? No. No. Because you know why? Because all these people is like, if you just try to be great, no, I'm not trying. And it's illusion. You know why I got stage manager at, at um my high school? Because now it's very unfortunate for me to say, but it's very, very true uh, because the teacher was an alcoholic <laughs> and he showed up plaster drunk on like stage nights. Yeah. Like he came up like you could smell the bourbon. I wonder on why breath. our director was probably so worked up those nights. That's what I mean, because <laughs> and I'm not going to say his name. Oh, no. Like the teacher was such an avid alcoholic. That the 18-year-old had to step. When I say that my life is an illusion, <laughs> it's because I'm a magician of greatness. And I've been that way since I was a kid. Mm -hmm. I'm revealing the tricks here. I find the gaps and I find those gaps and I head towards those gaps in the hole, like the holes. And I say, oh, that's my way to manager. Here's that gap in the hole. When yeah. I don't see a gap. I don't try for that gap. Yeah. I find the gap, that small, itty little bit, a little needle tie, which is why they say, you know, if you tried, you wouldn't have to find the gaps. You could yeah. actually just do that. I like finding the gaps. And I just find my way to greatness through the little needle holes. When I'm telling you every day yeah. to not try hard and you look at me like, what, you got everything? I'm a manager in in just a regular restaurant. Just a regular restaurant. This isn't like a five-star fancy-dancy, yeah. get-your-hat-on kind of fancy-dancy restaurant. I didn't pass high school in a great way. Yeah. I passed because the high school, Philadelphia, wanted me out in four years. Yeah. So that they get funding. They made it so that you could. I... Got a college degree after five years of academic probation. Yeah. It's all an illusion. Uh, and that's the thing. It's like, I'm not that great. I just find the needle in the haystack. And I and I spent all of my time finding that needle instead of actually doing my job and getting the hay ready. Mm -hmm. 
that's 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 my illusion. That's my magic trick for the past thirty three years. I'm not great. I just I've I use my time in the worst way possible <laughs> in finding a gap. But there's other people, and I'm pointing to Lizzie. There's other people saying like, "Well, I I want I I want his like I want his greatness," but I'm trying so hard. I'm like, "That's because I'm a magician." <laughs> That's because I'm magic. And that's goodness. A, you're using your time in the worst ways possible by not finding the gap in the hole and just breathing a little bit. Well, now I'm at this point. I've wedged myself in a corner. They don't even ask me for special projects anymore. They're like, no, no, you, you keep setting things up. Ah, there <laughs> you go. Because if you don't find the hole out, you're stuck in there. Yes. And they they find that hole like, oh, close that gap before the mouse gets out. I'm like, oh, I'm a little rat. And I get and I get out because I'm a sneaky little guy. But that's the thing. It's just like if I don't find the gap, guess what? I'm going to find that gap. You might have cocked one hole. Guess what? I'm going to uncock a hole. That's the thing. I'm, I'm such an illusion. And that's the thing. I'm sure my mom is listening to this. I'm sure my mom is listening to this like it wasn't an illusion. I knew what you're doing. <laughs> I know she knows. Yeah. And that's why p- teachers got pissed off because even the teachers knew that I was yeah. finding that hole. That's what I was using my time on. Here's my illusion. Here's my magic trick. I used all of my time instead of trying, I found the loophole and yeah. I went through the gap. Yeah. That's my illusion of how I got it through life. But there's Your a- other favorite trick mm-hmm. is that it just works out on the last minute. That's the thing. I find that loophole in the last minute. I mean, that's the thing. I could have used all that time instead of getting to the last minute. Hey, maybe like you... just barely passing both high school and college. When I tell you that one of my loopholes in one of my classes in college, right? This is a three hour class. This was on American history in college. And the teacher said, hey, uh, for every answer. And, I'm, and I know I said this on the podcast. If for every answer that you don't get right, you can write a paragraph paragraph about that, right? But only get half the credit. And I just said like, okay, so let me get this straight. If I don't answer any questions and I just write a paragraph for every sentence, making it an open book test, right? Then I can just get a C plus or like, I think it was a C or C plus. He's like, yeah, that would be correct. Wrote my name on a test, handed it in. I went went to my dorm, watched the office, and I was like, "I will do an open book test then." Teacher, that, that I wish I had that teacher. But that's what I mean. I found my gap. Yeah. Like I see that gap, and I'm like, "Oh, you gave me a gap. Please don't give me that gap." He's like, "You can get a C plus." There's my gap, yeah. and I just wrote my name, and I'm like, "I'm gonna go watch the office and have an open book test." While everybody yeah. else is like, "I got a cram, so I can get an A on him." Like, why do you want an A? Yeah, C's get degrees, baby. Yeah. And that's the thing. It's like there's so many people that try so hard and I'm just like, be a magic trick. Yeah. Be I've had ma- maybe three jobs ask me what my grades or GPA was in college. Exactly. That's what I mean though. It's just like my magic trick. For out of fifteen years, yeah. I don't I don't know if you noticed what I do. Like that's the thing. I hide it so well. Yeah. You I notice, don't... but you don't you're not like I try not to make it too obvious. But I I've know. Been, I mean, you've told me that you just find loopholes to things. Yes. Yeah, that's my magic trick, baby. <laughs> but no, the like filling the gap part. No, I don't think I. Oh God, I. Because to me, it looks like you're just being you when yeah. you get that stuff. Like you got those things just 
by doing your job, like just being a human and showing up on time and doing your job. Uh, okay, I'll I'll give you the illustration of my job. Um, do you know the phrase? Um, you don't have to outrun the bear. I just have to outrun you. Yes, that's my philosophy yeah. at work. That's straight up my philosophy. I find here. Okay, so here's my loophole at work. I find the person that is trying to be a manager. Yeah. There you go. I have to outrun them. That's pretty much what I do at work. It's like, I don't care if I do amazing. If I get one point more, mm-hmm. well, then your mom, because she's usually the well, one I, in second if I'm in first. Here's my illusion, though. Like, I specifically spend my time with the person trying to be a manager. They're like, yeah, if I just do this, I'm sure I'll get my management. Oh, no. I have no desire to talk to anybody at work. No, that's what I mean. I I I laser lock on the person. Well, that's the benefit of you being a more social person than me. Which is why I would win Big Brother, straight yes. up. Like, um, they would just accept you. Yeah, but um, that's the thing. So it's just like um, I laser lock on a person trying to become manager, and guess what? My focus is on that person because guess what? I have to outrun the bear. No, no, no. I have, I have to be to, better at this than you. I just have to be better at it than you because that person is putting their like word in. Like, hey, I would be so good at management. I'm like. I just got to be better than you, baby. And guess what? I yeah. always am because I'm better than everybody else. Um, I'm better than anybody else. And I could just easily just be like upper management. But I'm like, no, I'm just here to fuck up your day. Baby. <laughs> Specifically you. <laughs> and that's my magic trick. Like I just find my loophole gap and I'm like, I'm just going to go for the gap. I'm like, yeah, but like you could just do the work and overcome and not have to look for loot no this is more fun i've lived 33 years doing this thing and i and i don't plan on well how are you gonna how are you gonna become a composer that way i got my ways baby <laughs> like that i don't know how i'm gonna do it as a composer um Ooh, and i just found another thing i can blame on my mom what's that is that you did that and i'm sure your mom wasn't happy with your grades, oh no she hated but it you do remember my mom Getting angry mm-hmm. that I had an F in the last quarter of high school. Mm-hmm. After we have left my graduation, I have my diploma in my hand. Yeah. She still got upset that I got an F. I was like, we just. Yeah. I have my diploma. I remember, What are you angry about? I remember my mom being so proud of me because I made honor roll once at, um, at my high school. Northeast High, baby. And I remember I explained to my mom. I'm like, you understand I made honor roll because it's the first quarter of my sophomore year. Like, yeah. I had a whole year to figure out what these teachers want, and I got in the first quarter. Yeah. And I'm like, that was my loophole. Whereas my mom wanted me to put National Honor Society on my class ring mm-hmm. before they even accepted me into National Honor Society. And yeah. when she said it, I was, she, I'm like, I'm not in National Honor Society. She's like, not yet. Yeah. I'm like, okay. See, versus... I didn't even like being in National Honor Society. I hated it. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like, my, I still remember when I was a kid, I never... I don't think I ever... I think I did tell the story. I'm pretty sure I did. Um, we should definitely wrap up soon, but this is interesting. Um, <laughs> I remember my mom got me into... And I was like a kid. This is in elementary school, I believe. I can't remember what school it was, uh, but she got me into an advanced math class. I didn't want to be in that math class. So guess what? I putzed around and I went to the bathroom for that entire class. And I remember specifically, I remember specifically the teacher came in, 
I was a I was a male species. This teacher was a female. Went straight into the boys' bathroom and found me. She's like, I know you've been going here. I'm like, uh-huh. She's like, you know, there's plenty of students that would gladly take your spot for this. And you are so blessed to be in this place. And yet you squander it in this bathroom. And there's so many other people in line to be in this class. And I said to her face, like, then they can take it. Yeah. Because I don't want to be here. Yeah. Obviously. Like, clearly, I didn't make the choice to be in this class. Yeah. And uh, shortly after, I did not be in that class. <laughs> and there's still someone to get. But I was just like, I don't want to be here. Yeah. Uh, I took I, all advanced classes in high school. Uh, did I ever tell you that story? I think you have, yeah. Yeah. Um, no, I just I just find that loophole. And my mom used to like tell me, like, hey, if you're going to use loopholes, look, this teacher does this and this teacher does this. And my mom tried to give me strategies. I'm like, nah, that's not as fun because you're telling me it. Come you're on. You're telling me to do it. Come on. I got to find my strategy, woman. <laughs> but, um, Your loophole did not work for me in college, though, with our or with our speech teacher oh my god yes it did not for me that's oh. what i'm saying it didn't work for me yeah because i was just that bad at public speaking no no like you're just not as sociable as i am i'm also very bad at public speaking i find my get okay last that story there's even a teacher and i told this to the story before uh the teacher has since uh no, no longer at the college anymore but i knew he was a big philly sports fan mm-hmm and if I didn't want to learn anything in, a, in that class, man, how about them Phillies, right? He goes, oh, my no, God. No, I'm not talking about no, that. No, no, no. I know it's okay. a different one. Okay. But I'm just saying, like, I would find I would find the oh, teacher yeah. and find their weakness. And I would be like, man, how about them Phillies, right? He's like, yeah. oh, my God, I can't believe it. And I would just get him going. I'm like, yeah, and the pitcher, man. Oh, my God, I can't. The entire class. My whole class getting up on a – um. An adjunct professor. Yeah. He was so easy to distract. And there were like 10 of us in the class. Mm -hmm. And everyone would do their best to keep him talking. Yeah. Like on a random subject. That's the thing. I'm so good at social game that I'm just like. Oh, yeah. I can. I, I don't can. even try. That's so not my strong suit. That's the thing. With our speech teacher, I knew what he wanted to talk about. And I knew his quote unquote weaknesses in terms of the social game. And I'm just like, oh, here we go, baby. I got you on lock. Well, you told me he's like, you, you said, just make sure he knows you went to Northeast. Yes. And you'll pass. But I can guarantee it. You just said it once. I don't know. I don't remember. You didn't like point. keep up the balloon. You didn't play keep yuppie. Also really didn't matter. That was really bad. Like he would, he had nothing to even try and prove that I deserved anything yeah. better than a D. But that's what I mean. It's like, um... You didn't play the keepy uppy game. I, was, I hated public speaking. Yeah. Uh, but that's what I mean. Like, here's my magic trick. I um find my loopholes. Yeah. I find them so badly. I that's what I try my heart. When I when you say like, oh, you don't even try, I'm like, no, I do. Just not in the way that you think. <laughs> <laughs> like that's the thing. I I play keepy uppy in a different way. Yes. I find the person that's trying to be a manager. Oh, and I, and I gun for you, boo. Like, I gun for you, dude. And it's not like somebody, like, who's a competent person. Yeah. Because I know that, like, oh, then I can't beat them because they're actually trying. No, it's the person, and every job has this person. Yeah. Guaranteed it. 
put all the money on the line because there's at least one person who is so incompetent, but they say like, oh, I've been here for years so that I'm in line for manager. I'm like, yeah, oh, I'm gunning for you, dog. I'm gunning for you. And just like you don't have to say anything. You just have to be right next to them and be comparison. Yeah. I'm just like, well, I can't make this incompetent person, but the person right next to them is doing a competent job. Yeah. Hey, Adam. I'm like, oh, me? <laughs> no. Why would I? That's my game, baby. That's my game. That's my magic trick. <laughs> Magician's revealed. No more alcohol for you. No, I'm just saying it's like no, I know when people when people try so hard at their jobs, I'm like, you know, you don't have to, and you don't have to stress about it. You can just figure out how to clock in and clock out, baby. Um, that's what I'm saying. It's just like everybody who's so stressed out at their jobs and gets so worked up when they're clocked in. I'm just like, no, man. It's like it's not your life. It's not your game. Mm-hmm. Find your loophole. Get out of there. Clock out. Go home to your family. Do what you love. You know, go make music. Go play video games. Jerk off for all I care. I don't know. Whatever whatever your hobby is, you know, just like, who cares? Yeah. Your job's not your life. Find a loophole. Find that loophole. Be a magician. Oh, boy. Oh boy. Um, except when I do become a composer. And uh, trust me on this. Trust me on this. That would be the first time in my life that my magic trick no longer works. Well, Yeah. Because I'm actually passionate about it. Exactly. That's something you actually care about. Yeah. But, like, that would be the first time in my life that my magic trick doesn't work. Yeah. Or will it? Oh, boy. Who's to say? (laughs) Um, Have anything else to say before we close out the show? Nope. I'm an idiot. You're not an idiot. Yeah. Um, Well, now you know my magic trick. I never think you're actually an idiot. Oh, I know. Nobody does. No one, and that's the thing. No one I, believes you when <laughs> when you act like an idiot. I'm like that guy who's like saying, "And now I'll disappear," and I'll just like throw it down a smoke bomb, and I'm still there. I'm just like tiptoeing away. I'm like, <laughs> "We can see you." Like, no, we can't. It's magic. It's like, no, we we see we see you. I'm like magic. Like my 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 magic chick is obvious. Yeah, but I say it's magic. <laughs> um. All right. So I'll just close out the show. Okay. Thanks again for listening to this show. We hope you had a good one here. We hope we hope you don't reveal too many magic tricks about me because I have so many magic tricks. It's just not just the one. I'm just a lazy scumbag. Um, no. But thanks again for listening to this episode. I uh, hope you had a good one. Uh, please drive safe out there if you're listening to us on the driving drive thing. Um, take care. Jesus loves you. Okay, bye. Toodles.